Hello my dudes, my name is Tiffany. Welcome back to my series, Internet Analysis, where I like to research and discuss things relevant to social issues and media. Today's topic is our When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Productivity obsession. Productive daily habits to improve productivity. Working a little bit harder. Work ethic. Very hard working. Kind of be productive. Secrets to my productivity. You've got to work for it. Being as productive as possible. So I've been wanting to write this video for a while, but ironically, it took me a long time to get motivated enough to do it. In this video, I want to discuss productivity in general, but I do have to address the elephant in the room. Obviously, we are living in this strange time, this unprecedented time, which does affect productivity and how we think of it. And first, I want to give a shout out to all of the healthcare workers, all of the grocery store clerks, all of the pharmacists, all the cashiers, delivery workers, restaurant workers, everyone who is working right now and keeping society functioning is a hero. Whether you are currently working or are unemployed or are a student, the idea of productivity is relevant to everyone. Typically we have schedules and plans, but all of that has been changed and interrupted. So for once, most of us have to slow down, stay home, now what? On one hand, you might feel like this is a unique opportunity to be super productive, you know, finally write that novel you've been waiting to work on or do the thing you've been putting off for years. Many people have been sharing the fact that Shakespeare wrote King Lear while quarantined. Okay. I'm not Shakespeare. On the other hand, this is a rare chance to actually take a significant break. Many people have spare time that they're not used to having. So between these two options, I feel like a lot of us feel very conflicted. Should we get a lot of work done or should we just chill? So that's what I want to explore in this video. And I also have a few other questions. How do we strike a balance between being productive and relaxing, taking a break, giving ourselves the time and space to do absolutely nothing. And also, why is productivity so important? Why do we feel so obligated to be productive as often as possible? So let's jump right in. First, I wanna shout out my hustle culture video. I also discussed toxic productivity and workaholism, very relevant. So if you wanna watch that video, I would definitely recommend it. But generally, we love being busy and we love being productive. It is almost an addicting thing. Certain figures are well known to be icons of productivity. Usually they are CEOs, millionaires, or tech geniuses. We, the peasants, look to them as role models and we hope to hear their secrets to success. 
What's your morning routine? What's your daily schedule like? How do you do it? Many of these figures will recommend things like waking up super early, planning out every minute of your day, anything you can do for peak performance and efficiency. Silicon Valley bros also give us tips such as microdosing LSD, stimulates creativity, makes you super productive, apparently. Or extreme fasting slash disordered eating habits that are disguised as biohacking. Or they do things like only consume Soylent for efficiency. You have to limit decision fatigue. Don't waste time thinking about what to eat or even what to wear. Turn yourself into a cartoon character and just wear the same outfit every day. Efficiency. Steve Jobs did it. Zuckerberg does it. Obama does it. All of these tips, whether they are useful or not, are designed to give you more time to work more. And by the way, quickly, going back to the whole secrets to success thing, I think that success in that context largely means wealth. Basically, how did you get rich? And is there anything I can do to do it too? If you believe in a meritocracy, you would believe that the person who works the hardest, who is the most productive, is the most successful, and their success will be rewarded financially. The reality is, for many of us, we only feel good or valuable as people when we are being productive. And where does this come from? <laughs> capitalism, baby! I should ring a bell every time I mention capitalism in a video. Seriously, though, under capitalism, productivity isn't just about getting things done or accomplishing your goals. The labor of workers produces value. Essentially, the capitalist owns the means of production, and the workers are exploited because the bosses have all the power and the workers have essentially no other choice. They need to pay the bills. Most workers could be easily replaced, so we feel disposable, and then we feel obligated to work harder, work longer hours, maybe hoping for a promotion or a raise, but honestly, bare minimum, just trying to not get laid off. We have to prove that we are valuable employees. And that's why so many workers feel actually guilty for taking any time off or even relaxing in their spare time, having sick days because you're not working. And it's been drilled into our minds when we are not being productive, we are being bad, we are worthless. But really, that is not true. The idea that modern workers are not being productive, that we're all just distracted by Snapchat and Instagram filters. In the past, productivity and wages used to be loosely tied together. But now, and actually for decades, that gap between the value of things being produced and what workers are being compensated has been growing. We, as workers, are actually more productive than ever before, but we are not being compensated to match that. So when you are underpaid, you are obligated to either work more hours if you can or work a second job. And then even at home, maybe you have a hobby. We are taught that our hobbies should be monetized. Nothing is worth doing unless it makes you money. Turn it into a side hustle, baby. Oh, that thing you enjoy doing just for pleasure? Make yourself resent it because now you're obligated to use it to help you pay the bills. You think you're gonna escape the rat race, but it's actually driving you deeper down into it. Life of being a full-time YouTuber. Just kidding, I love this job. There's no pressure. There's an old Protestant value that basically boils down to waste of time being a deadly sin. So through religion and a lot of different ways, these ideas are drilled into our minds. It's in our culture. Don't waste time, work more, get things done. I have convinced myself that if I am not using all of the tools I have at my disposal, to do the maximum amount of good and like give people good jobs, then I am less of a good person than I otherwise could be. And that's maybe a little bit too much pressure. Maybe not, but maybe.
Let me take a quick break to explain something. So there's productivity that I think of in terms of getting work done, like say schoolwork or work work that you have to get done. And then there's this sense of accomplishment that you get from finishing things. So I think you can get that sense of accomplishment from doing things around the house or doing things for fun, doing things that you enjoy. But I do think it gets complicated when those two are kind of all mixed together and it's hard to separate what you're doing for yourself, for your own sense of joy or purpose and tying your self-worth to like literally the number of hours that you work at your job because you feel like that's all that defines you. We'll talk about that a little more later on, but basically we aspire to be more productive, more efficient. So a lot of us watch motivational content. Like the millionaires and CEOs, we get advice and motivation from aspiring entrepreneurs, successful people, perfect students, People who generally have an image of success and seem like they have their shit together. And in this kind of content, there is a big variety in tone. There are some dudes who will yell at you for being a lazy piece of shit, tell you you should sleep less and work more. And then there's some very nice, sweet people who just wanna help you be a better you. Find your flavor, I guess. On YouTube, one very popular genre right now is kind of how to be productive videos, study with me contents, there's also clean with me videos. Any task, there's a video for it. You can learn how to be more organized, make to-do lists, make calendars, color code things. And I think one part of the appeal is that it's just really calming and relaxing to watch people do satisfying things like bullet journaling or cleaning. The irony of watching a productive video while you're laying in bed doing nothing. We've all been there. Generally, I think this content is great and super helpful. I think it's awesome to learn new skills or new strategies. Like right now, there are a lot of videos going up about how to work from home because many of us are in this situation and if you're not used to studying or working from home, it can be a really hard adjustment. So it is awesome to have videos like that that can teach you actual practical tips so that you can get stuff done that you have to get done. But my big thing about this type of content, as motivating as it can be, is that I think people need to not set unrealistic expectations for themselves. You're watching these people and they're showing what works for them, but you need to find what works for you and don't compare the two. Know yourself. I know that my foot's asleep, as always. Depending on your energy level, your workload, your lifestyle, your personality, these concepts may work for you wonderfully or be disastrous. Wake up at 5 a.m., take a cold shower, go to the gym, meditate, read a book, all before going to work or school. Mm, sounds great in theory, but if I were to try to wake up at 5 a.m., I would be taking a nap by 10 and it would probably make my day worse. So it's not a fit for me. Now, should I wake up a little bit earlier? Yes, probably, but it doesn't have to be 5 a.m. Obviously, self-improvement is great and necessary in a lot of circumstances. Addressing your own bad habits is great, but again, do not beat yourself up for not being these people or not being what these people are putting out there because of course it's an idealized version of their schedule or their workday. Do not beat yourself up for being imperfect or not impeccably organized. One of my biggest points of this video is just kind of being kind to yourself and adjusting your expectations for yourself. And I think we need to give ourselves reminders like we do not exist just to work. 
even looking at language, we use terms like efficiency and peak performance to describe people when really that encourages us to be more like machines. Deep. <laughs> I recommend you listen to the Marina and the Diamond song, I Am Not a Robot. It's a bop and it's meaningful. Especially right now, but always, if all you can do is survive, then focus on that and do that. I totally get that. There are some days where I cannot bear to do anything except get up, eat, and go back to sleep. Is that productive? No. But are you surviving and you're an imperfect human and you deserve to have bad days or bad moments? Yes. Anti-productivity. Quarantine has obviously been a weird experience so far for a lot of us. It feels very, very strange to stay at home and have so much time that we don't know what to do with ourselves. And normally we tend to feel guilty for doing things like watching too much TV, using our phones too much, playing games too much, too much. We're putting these limits on ourselves because we don't wanna feel like we're wasting time, we don't wanna feel lazy, but I kind of have this idea that we should all have like a hedonistic revolution right now and just let yourself chill for once. I'm trying to let myself just enjoy things and lay on the couch feeling like a slob, but removing those negative judgments. I'm not a slob, I'm not a couch potato. I'm a woman chilling, okay? And there is nothing wrong with that. Things are very stressful right now. They can be very scary. A lot of us are going through some very serious things. So I think especially now, but always, we should let ourselves enjoy the pleasure of the little things, okay? Watch TV, watch all the damn movies, play video games, take naps, call or FaceTime your friends and family for hours and don't apologize for it. Don't judge yourself. Don't wonder if you're being lazy or not. It's okay. We need to grant ourselves the opportunities to just chill. But on the other hand, there's always another hand, Libra here. On the other hand, I know that getting work done can give us a very critical sense of normalcy and security, structure and satisfaction that is very important, especially right now. Being busy gives us a sense of purpose. It gives us something to do with our day. And being productive during this crisis can be helpful for our mental health. It can be a good distraction. It helps to give your mind something else to focus on other than the news. In case it wasn't obvious already, being productive is necessary and helpful. You may be working from home or you may have online classes. I do right now. So you've got to do that. Those things are non-negotiable. But other than that, there are many tasks in our lives that may not necessarily make us money, but they do make us feel responsible. We feel like we're adulting. We feel like we have our shit together. And these tasks can help us do the work that we want or need to do. So they are important. So first thing I would recommend is writing to-do lists. I think writing to-do lists on its own feels productive, but also it helps you get organized, get things out of your head, get it on paper so you won't forget important things. But during this time, if you maybe don't have much to actually do, I think it can be helpful to write down things that are kind of basic, but at least then throughout your day, you feel like you are getting things done in some sense, like wake up, stretch, brush your teeth, shower, eat breakfast. It is always satisfying to be able to cross something off your to-do list. Also, now is a great time for cleaning. I know some of us don't like it, 
But honestly, cleaning can be very relaxing. It can be almost meditative. You can organize things, you can do your laundry. You will certainly feel better after your space is clean, especially with so many of us staying inside. You don't want everything around you to be disturbing or distracting. So having a clean space really does help you feel better. And exercise. Again, it may not be the easiest to exercise indoors, but even something like stretching or doing yoga, is a great idea. I need to do that because my posture is shit and I'm spending more time on screens than usual. Also, if you are able to, I recommend going on a walk. There is no pleasure greater than going on a walk for no reason. It is so underrated and we should do it more often. But social distancing is important, so be careful. And then there are fun things that also feel productive like reading. Every time I'm reading for fun, I feel like I'm like the baddest bitch. You know, I'm like, oh, like I just picked up a book. Like this is, this is the one thing I wanna be doing right now. It's just stick my nose in a book. <laughs> Have I read anything other than textbooks since I've been in self-quarantine? No, <laughs> but I should, cause it's good and it does make me feel nice. What's better than finishing a book? I know I've said that about a lot of things, but these are top tier activities. Also, doing puzzles. I am such a big fan of puzzles. My boyfriend and I are currently working on one. It is much more difficult than we thought. It's been taking up our coffee table for days and I'm sure it's gonna be there for a while. But again, when you finish a puzzle, when you put that last piece in there, you do feel productive. You look at that and you're like, damn, I did that shit. And it's engaging a different part of your mind and your body than like using your computer or going on your phone, which I like because again, I do that too much. Journaling, big fan of journaling. What's better than a quarantine diary? Probably some, a lot of other things are more enjoyable than that. But it might help you emotionally to just be able to vent about shit, whatever's on your mind, write it down in your journal. And then creating art, you can draw, paint, color. My dear friend Valeria was so kind, she sent me a coloring book a few weeks ago after I posted my video about being anxious and everything. And she was like, oh, I thought this would help. And it has, okay? I have so much been enjoying that. I like to like watch Netflix and color at the same time. And I just love the focus that it takes. And then when you're done, again, productive. My point of this video is not that being productive is bad or liking the feeling of productivity is bad. No, of course it can be a great thing but it's about um, being productive on your own terms. And again, not tying that productivity to your self-worth, okay? I think humans love productivity. I think it does make us feel like we are doing something substantial when we get something done, whatever that is, whether it's a puzzle or inventing something or writing a book or just doing the work that we do making a YouTube video. It's not bad to love that satisfaction. I think it's a normal thing to crave that sense of accomplishment. But don't forget to love the other things about yourself that aren't tied to the hours you put in working on something. Okay, so finally, how are you dealing with this situation? I would love to hear what you guys are up to, but also please keep the um, negative bad stories to a minimum in the comments because I actually have a lot of anxiety about health and this has been particularly triggering for me. I get really, really nervous about getting sick and so that is a concern of mine, whether it is rational or not. And I have been staying away from the news because for a while I was reading it constantly. I was on Twitter, it was all over the trending topics and it like ruined me. So 
Currently right now, I am just focusing on here and now. I'm focusing on my apartment, my boyfriend and I, we're doing well, things are good today, and that's all that I can bear to think about. I also have schoolwork to do, which has been interesting. My classes are all trying to transition to online and it's been a big wacky time for students and professors. It's really hard to focus on schoolwork right now, honestly. Um, a lot of it kind of feels irrelevant or unimportant, but again, it's also kind of a welcome distraction and something for me to spend my time on. Otherwise, I have just been trying to relax, trying to give myself permission to relax, enjoy time with my boyfriend. And also I have been playing a game called Stardew Valley. I posted something on my Instagram story about Farmville and people were like, oh my God, you should play Stardew Valley. And I was like, oh, okay. So I got it on my phone, iOS version, and I've played it for definitely over 30 something hours in the last week, which is a lot. I wanna make a video actually about my screen time and my phone addiction because that is an issue. Um, so maybe stay tuned, that might be my next video. What else? Please uh, watch my last video if you haven't seen it yet. Watch any of my old videos, I would recommend them all. Please give me more views. Let's just rewatch all my videos. And last request, please download the app Rizzle. I have been trying it out and I basically see it as like a video response app. It's kind of interesting. It's always weird to try out a new app because you have to figure out like how to do it. But I've been considering using that platform to ask you guys things when I'm planning my videos. So usually I'll go on Instagram and just get responses in messages but I would love to actually see your video responses so that I can hear you and put a face to you and you guys can watch each other's responses. So I think it's just a cool way to interact. I mean, video responses, that's just bringing back vintage old school YouTube, all right? Remember those days? That is all, my voice is going now, so I'm gonna go chill. Please uh, follow me on Instagram for probably no pics because who has content these days? Oh, maybe I can go post pictures from when I traveled three years ago. I might do that. <laughs> Endless throwbacks. Follow me on Twitter, but I probably won't be on there because I'm trying to avoid Twitter, so don't contact me on Twitter right now. That's pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope that this video was interesting in some way, and please let me know what you think about this whole productivity issue. Are you being productive? Are you not? Probably somewhere in the middle, but um, I hope you guys are okay, and I wish you all the best. Okay, thanks, bye.